0: This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hello my star children. Oh, I'm out of breath. I just ran up the stairs. (laughs) I hope you are having a great week. I am, I'm on a great week. I'm having so much fun creating my new program, Business Alchemy for Starseeds. And I think one of my favorite parts about it is the people that I'm attracting and who are going to be a part of it. They're just like so badass and powerful and, um, just like really, really cool, unique souls who are just like really aligned with what they want to do in the world with their business. And it's just been a lot of fun, um to see how when you are so specific with who you want to call in and you know you're just 100% yourself in your marketing how it's like the coolest people who are just your like dreamboat clients just come out of the woodworks and engage with your stuff and it's just it's just been a lot of fun and uh I'm just super excited about it and if you want to be a part of that badass group please by all means go to my website and check out my new program um the, the sales page is up now it's uh the starseedowickner.com slash business alchemy new sales page I had a temporary one up but now um I've got a really cool badass looking one so excited about that and yeah a lot of things are shifting a lot of things are shifting with you know the astrology right now um you know we're out of mercury retrograde and we are able to move forward and really get to work on the things that we want to set our intention for so if you are Feeling like now's the time to do the thing, whatever it is, now's a good time. So today I wanted to do an episode that I've been I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. Uh, so here we go. It's You Might Be a Starseed If. The reason why I wanted to do this is because, you know, I get a lot of people who are really drawn to the idea of being a starseed you know, there's like intuitively something with them within them is like, yeah, that's me. Uh, but, but, you know, what I, what I find is that, you know, if you Google, like what a star seed is, there's the search results are a little bit disappointing. Uh, you know, you get quizzes and stuff, but I find them to be a little bit superficial. So, um, I, I wanted to do this episode kind of like experientially what I see when I work with people who identify as a starseed. Um, you know, most of the people I get aren't like, yeah, I'm a starseed. I've done this and this and this, and, uh, you know, I'm hundred percent sure, <laughs> you know, most, most people have, um, some questions. So I wanted to kind of tell you what I tend to see when people come to me and then when we dig in and we find out yep you've had lives on other planets uh you know during a hypnosis session so one of the first things you might be a starseed if you are a hsp a highly sensitive person um i remember when i discovered that i was an hsp it was like oh my gosh it just helped make everything makes sense so when I say HSP I'm defining that as someone with a highly uh, highly sensitive nervous system okay so it stands for a highly sensitive person and it doesn't just uh, it actually there's actually a lot of research around this and I've read a few HSP books which have been really cool and helpful um, and I, uh, the statistic is it's 15% of the population is an HSP so that means that you experience the world more sensitively than other people so you know you feel things more in both your emotions and your nervous system Uh, and that can play out in a lot of different ways so if you haven't dug into you know HSP stuff Um, Definitely look into it. You might find that helps make things make sense for you. Um, My theory is that most HSPs are starseeds. Because what we know is there are millions and millions of us here on this planet. And it makes sense uh, that if you are highly sensitive, that you're also a starseed. Another thing that uh, kind of goes a little bit alongside the HSP thing is um, that you're not neurotypical. I see this very often. I see people who, you know, either have ADHD uh, or sensory integration issues. And my my theory is that. Um, you know something that that my past self has said when I had my galactic awakening session was the first the first thing out of his mouth uh, during that session was that my soul is too big for my body and that's kind of what caused a lot of issues for me um, physically and you know I I. that's kind of what I tend to see it's like we're these highly energetic beings right we come from fourth fifth density you know at least and um when we're here in this little earth body it's almost like uh you know fitting your hand into a glove that's too small and so uh I see that often. I have sensory integration issues, um, which caused me some issues in school. I'm a sensory avoider and my kids are, my son is the, the poster child for sensory processing disorder. He's like a sensory avoider and, you know, it's like everything, everything is too bright, you know, too sticky, too hot, uh. You know it's like just this morning you know he wakes up and because the sun is up even though the room's dark he's you know cries for 15 minutes because it's too bright uh you know and it's it's whereas my daughter she's she's more of a sensory seeker she's always kind of um you know it's like she's this like crazy energetic little ball of uh just like wildness and it's like it's like her her body can't contain her soul um, and so it's just interesting to see how a lot of us too as uh, children, you know we were like this, but maybe we, we never were diagnosed um, especially ADHD and autism with women in particular because you know it's stereotypically, and historically it's been more common for boys, but you know, a lot of us slipped under the radar. I'm actually pursuing getting diagnosed with ADHD myself. So it's just, it's, it's so interesting um, that I, I see this a lot with, with starseeds. Another thing is that uh, many starseeds, many, many starseeds are highly empathic. So it's like being able to sense other people's energies. You know, it's like almost having an extra sense, right? It's not, I don't just mean in the sense that, you know, you take on other people's emotions as your own because that can also be like codependency, right? I think there's a difference. When I'm saying empathic, I mean, you know, somebody who's very sensitive to energy and picks that up. And that can be really um, confusing, especially when you're young uh, and even as an adult, right? Differenti- differentiating your emotions from somebody else's um, or being able to sense the energy in a space, being overwhelmed by a lot of people and crowds and things like that, because you can just kind of feel everybody uh, in a way that most people just. Don't even really notice. So that's what I mean by highly empathic. You might also have spiritual abilities that have just kind of popped up, uh, you know, either when you're younger or and you've kind of always had them or when you're an adult and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden these like things start clicking into place, right? After you've had maybe a spiritual awakening or something and then you start having these different abilities that you didn't realize you had and what I hear from people a lot is that maybe they started to have spiritual abilities as kids uh, but then you know somebody told them it was weird or you know told them that it was dangerous or whatever uh, you know or their parents you know were part of some sort of religion that um, you know condemned that or whatnot and then that kind of got shut down and then maybe later in life they start to reemerge uh I think for me it's funny because I was like my mom was super encouraging of me expressing you know any spiritual gifts or anything like that because um she also she has spiritual gifts and she's a starseed too so <laughs> she's in my she's in my cosmic family and so Um, you know, so, but for me, it was, it's kind of, I think I was kind of weird because it was like, I was expecting spiritual abilities and when I didn't, you know, have what I wanted, (laughs) like, you know, I, I wanted to have, um, be able to read people's minds. I wanted to be able to do all these different things, uh, and, and uh, seen to the future and and I, I like expected and wanted spiritual abilities which is kind of unusual I think uh and so I was always disappointed because mine weren't um powerful enough or I wasn't able to control them <laughs> so uh that you know that I I do feel like that's something that you hone over time when you do it intentionally but I didn't have a lot of guidance you know at the time so um but yeah, I, I was born with some weird abilities that kind of got stronger as I got older. <clears throat> so uh, that might be your case as well. Another one kind of on the energetic level is you might have, be you might draw people in energetically, like have people drawn to you who either take advantage of you you know kind of predatory type people um, or just you know what people call energy vampires Um, you know people who it's like they sense your benevolent high frequency energy and they just are drawn to you Um, so you know as a kid that might look like attracting friends that are not great friends um you know who maybe like to receive more than they give or just are you know kind of like unsafe people and that can carry into adulthood as well you know people like narcissists um and folks with personality disorders that I had a major issue with that as a kid um, I always attracted these people, <laughs> you know, other kids who I, I could not explain it. You know, I was like so sensitive and just really earnest and and wanted to be a good friend. Uh, and these people would just like find me. There's this one girl. Her, her name was Jamila. I don't think she is listening to this I haven't seen her since I was seven um, but she latched onto me when I was like six or seven and it was like she would not let me like escape her it was like every day at lunch she would hunt me down and want to hang out with me and then she would like she was manipulative too for a little kid like super manipulative and would um you know try to guilt me into hanging out with her and one time I remember I I'd been like trying to hide from her like you know avoiding her as much as possible every lunch uh and she went and she told on me like she told on me to the you know some group of older kids who were supposed to be some sort of you know, like yard duty enforcer kids (laughs) and like they came and like she tried to get me in trouble for not wanting to hang out with her and I just remember feeling so trapped in that situation because I I didn't know, you know, how to stand up for myself yet so uh, that can be a difficult lesson to learn and I, you know, I continued to attract people like that until you know, into my maybe mid-20s when I finally was just like, no, like enough. I'm not letting people take advantage of me anymore. And I'm going to have some energetic boundaries in place. So that that can be common. I, I believe that it's because we have this high frequency. And, and it's, like, it's like we're just a beacon of light to people who um, are seeking that themselves. Another thing is you might be drawn to energy work. You know, you're you're probably spiritual, uh, but you might be drawn to things like, you know, Reiki. um, Things like reading the Akashic Records, meditation, sound healing, you know, different things like that. Um, And you might have like a real affinity towards them and just be naturally good at it. You're probably also really good at reading people. You can read people's intentions you can read their energy Um, you have amazing intuition about people you might not always listen to that intuition (laughs) but you can you know you can you know a lot about a person without actually knowing them yet you probably want to help people you know you you feel um like most jobs are soul-sucking unless you're helping people and you know get giving to people from a place of service and so you know you might feel disconnected from work or your job or even if you have your own business or, and you're trying to help people things like marketing um, you know might feel might feel kind of disconnected from that because it feels kind of icky um, that's something that I, I teach you you guys how to do in business alchemy if you do have your own business is how to how to market in a way that doesn't feel like that um, that feels more like love and service but um, that's something that I see I also see people who are just super creative Uh, you know they're talented in the arts music right that might feel more natural to them than things that are more kind of like um, right brain based, right? Is that left? I always get this confused. One, <laughs> the side of the brain that's more like logic-driven and analytical might come less easy to them, whereas the side that is more for you know creative thinking and um, artistic abilities and interpersonal relationships comes a lot easier. Another thing is with this, I see this all the time in every Starseed is, you know, this care for the environment and feeling really connected to the earth. You might have a thing for plants or wish you had a thing for plants. (laughs) I always wished I did. I always had a black thumb to, I, I was really into gardening before my pots got really bad and I got really, it took me like four seasons to be able to do it. But eventually I got good at gardening. Um, But, you know, it's like that desire to be with nature. Something that my past self told me was that um, I'm meant to live in dense nature, not dense civilization. And I find that true for a lot of starseeds as well. Not all, but it is a common theme that I see depending on what star system you've come through. Another thing is being really drawn to crystals. Like, I know that's like super stereotypical, but it's, it's definitely accurate. Uh, you know, you might be able to feel crystals, uh, energy, feel drawn to certain ones. Maybe they even tell you things. (laughs) Um, and that is like classic Lemuria, which is the, um, the the feminine expression of earth in a past cycle i go all into this in uh, business alchemy but uh it's it's the time on earth where it was the the lemurian phase and there are many of us here from different star systems on earth it's and crystals atlantis too um i go into atlantis in business alchemy as well but both both are you know those are crystal people because most of these civilizations use crystals for technology and it's said that when Lemuria um, the civilization ended that the crystals were put back into the earth and so you know those of us who are drawn to crystals it's like that kind of um, karmic memory from those times. Another way you might be able to tell if you're a starseed is if you have like a visceral, visceral reaction to space. <laughs> it sounds kind of weird, but this is a common theme with everybody is that um, the way that I describe it is kind of like, for me, I used to look out into space, you know, look at the stars and I felt just lonely, like so <laughs> lonely. Um, uh, and it just felt like almost like a heartache, but it felt kind of like so weird <laughs> or like didn't make a lot of sense. So I just kind of avoided thinking about it. Cause if I, if I thought too much about space and about, uh you know what else is out there it's like i just felt so like sad and depressed um i've been having conversations with other starseeds lately who i'm doing sessions with hypnosis sessions with and you know we always do like a prep session where we talk about you know i kind of gather clues as to what what they've experienced what might um, you know, set up a flag that they're a star seed and where, you know, what star systems they might've traveled through. Um, we talk about space, you know, it's like, what, how did you feel when you look out at space and what comes up is that same kind of like longing or almost like sadness. And, you know, that's a common theme for them as well. And part of that's because, you know, we we're here on Earth. We're not on our home planets. And another part is a lot of us have experienced different forms of loss throughout our own galactic journeys. You know, for me, it was losing my home planet. Um, And I've done several other sessions with people where, you know, some sort of big event happens and to their planet some sort of destruction or you know it's so slowly dying or um uh, there was one session i did where it was a, you know two galaxies were colliding together and so that was you know its own level of heartbreak you know many of us here especially have been in leadership positions off of earth and so you know there's kind of like responsibility feeling around that as well another thing is you might be drawn to magical practices and that can kind of be like the crystal thing um, and the spiritual abilities thing and being connected to the earth it can also be um, almost like a like a sorcery type of a thing where that feels interesting or you feel drawn to that and that can be a clue that maybe you, you came through the Orion star system, because um, that's where our kind of collective memories, in of magic, come from. They come from that star system. Another one, that this one, this one was like the dead ringer for me, <laughs> when I was, you know, I first learned about this in, when I was reading Dolores Cannon's book, The Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth. And there's a whole chapter dedicated to hypnosis sessions that Dolores Cannon did with starseeds who had physical illnesses. You know, and it's always like weird things. Um, weird chronic things. Things like autoimmunity um, or you know, other just like long-term chronic issues and that maybe don't make a lot of sense. Or it's almost like the body is deteriorating or uh, attacking itself. And so that's a sign as well. And that's always some sort of a, um, an issue with resistance we're resisting something when these things manifest you know kind of on a, a soul level or a subconscious level right you know i've struggled with my health all my life and what my past self told me was you know like i mentioned before is my soul's too big for my body like my my body couldn't handle it uh and also that it can be caused by a resistance to being here on this planet Right? When you'd rather be home, you've got one foot in and one foot out of the door. Uh, you know, one foot on earth and one foot somewhere else. And you may have volunteered to come here, but it you didn't really want to, right? Or maybe it was just harder than you expected. So that can cause physical and mental illness, too. You know, it's that subconscious battle inside and you don't really see that until you go really understand it until you go under the hood, you know, and we do the hypnosis to really sort that out. Another thing is just being um, a really wanting to be a really open and earnest person and just having really good intentions this a lot of times happens as children right and then we are met with other kids and you know these other kids are different than us and we internalize that you know maybe we're different maybe there's something wrong with us and shut down or put up walls right and and feel like we can't open up to people because we might get hurt right we kind of learn that along the way and you know i find that that is actually because on other star systems you know many people communicate telepathically and there is you know in these higher density places there there is no deception you know um, i'm reading about that right now in Uh, Dolores Cannon's book, The Keepers of the Garden, where it's like, you know, there is no lying. There is no deceit. People know each other's intention because they can't not, uh, because they communicate telepathically. And, you know, there's just this openness that everybody has because of that. And so Earth is very different in that way. And as you, you know, go upward in density to these other systems, you know, fourth density where you're still in physicality, but, um, you know, the ego has lightened a little bit and there's more of a group consciousness service of the group, it gets harder to maintain, you know, this, the negative orientations that are much easier to maintain here in third density. So that can feel like a bit of a shock for people who are here on earth. And it's like, you know, we're these little children who want to be helpful and have, you know, good intentions. And then we meet the outside world and it's like, what? (laughs) And so then we shut down. Another one is along with, you know, school is having difficulties in, sco- in school. Almost like, you know, sc- the institution of school is not created for starseeds. As a starseed, our brains are a little bit different. You know, we're um, creative. You know, school can feel very confining. And can kind of stamp out some of you know our differences and our gifts that are positive and we can end up going through school feeling like you know we're not smart or because of the way it's it's set up a lot of that goes back to you know not being neurotypical possibly being high uh, highly sensitive being such a big dynamic spirit uh, that school kind of you know expects us to conform and stamps that out of us so I hope this was helpful and that maybe you feel like you see yourself a little bit what I want to offer is that if you resonate with the idea of being a starseed you don't have to know for certain that you are one before you identify as one it can be incredibly healing to accept that and embrace it and integrate that into your identity it can help you heal a lot of the things that you learned growing up you know learning that you're different or that you're too sensitive for this world or you know whatever internalized beliefs That you took on before you understood this about yourself. Because all of the things that like most of us internalize as negative, I truly believe that they're actually beautiful gifts. And that's why we're here. You know, we're here to be here in our full frequency. And to, and we can't do that when... Our self-esteem is low when we are dimming our own light because it feels uncomfortable or unsafe to be ourselves. So, you know we we've got to step up and own our differences and find the strength in them. Because just because we're not like everybody else doesn't mean we're less valuable. It just means we're different in the best way possible. So if you are a starseed or believe you might be a starseed, you know, just own it. Own that you're a starseed. If you're a starseed who, if you're a starseed that's out there trying to make an impact on this world by helping people through your business, I want you to come work with me. Because we are going to be building you up and finding your strengths, and helping you make the biggest impact possible in a way that feels aligned for your own sensitive nervous system and emotional body. So go to my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash business alchemy to learn more about my program and to sign up for it. It's on sale right now uh, because doors open August 1st. While I'm getting it ready and getting ready to welcome people in the door, I'm selling it for a crazy price. It's only $555 and it's lifetime access. So that's for the month of June and the first 10 people get a special gift box from me curated with lots of goodies in it. So If you're in, go hop on that now so that you are one of those first 10 people. All right, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. If you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.